doesn't get any better than this. A couple of beer leaguers. With outrageous flow. I wouldn't know. I haven't been to the casino since I got kicked out. You gotta get that fixed. We're gonna bet so many overs. You're listening to the Hockey Dudes. Soy Dudes. Hockey Dudes episode getting you ready for Canucks and Coats coming to Nationwide Arena tonight at 7 o'clock. It's obviously a big one. The Jackets are 0-3. The Canucks are 0-3. Elvis is making his first start at home. We got some lineup changes on the back end. I have special guests, Loudon, a.k.a. Slopes Stroops, our Colorado correspondent, coming on in the next segment. He'll give us a little bit more insight as to why that decision was made and just some other things that... He has on his mind as far as this Jackets team because for me, right now, I'm not hitting the panic button yet. Yeah, have you played three games where you really haven't had any defense at all and you've been giving up five goals a game? Yeah, it does stink. It does suck to watch. It is unfortunate, but it is the situation. It is not surprising, to say the least. Not for one second is this surprising. We knew the Jackets struggled playing in these high-flying offensive games because they just couldn't keep the puck out of their own end or out of their own net, rather, and they've played three very highly good offensive teams in Carolina and Tampa Bay, not excusing it, and then you played St. Louis on the road, and St. Louis is a beatable team, at least least I'd like to think that they are a beatable team, but maybe just the quick turnaround for them was tough early in the year. St. Louis was wearing their light baby blue unis. You're you're pretty much just never going to beat St. Louis when they wear those unis, nor would I ask the Jackets to. And I didn't. I had the Jackets over in that game. Jackets overs are 2-1 and on the year. They they haven't been clear overs. It's just been the offense. The Jackets offense has been what's been more disappointing to me, if I'm being completely honest, to set the scene for this season, it's not the defense at all. I mean, I knew Eric Branson was coming in. I know they had gotten him over the offseason, but I didn't expect him to solve all the Blue Jackets problems, adding him to that defensive end. It's where the Blue Jackets improved on the forwards that I thought would be at least the same clip the Jackets would be scoring at this season as what they were doing last year. Just hasn't been the case. They've been getting two goals a game, really. And that's the reason why they haven't gotten a win is they need to score six, seven goals a game basically to, to win. And they don't have Patrick Line in their lineup. He was injured to start the year. It was nice to see him skating around today. And Slopes actually has an update percentage of where he has Patrick Line at. And he even his dad has a take about Patrick Line coming back in the lineup. So I'll be interested to hear where that is at. But again, my thing with Patrick Line is just rest him. Keep him as rested as possible. Keep him away from the ice to make sure that he is ready to go for that November 4th game in his hometown in Finland, which is coming up very fast. The Jackets have to lose every single game leading up to that. Will I be severely disappointed? Of course I will. But as far as I'm concerned, as far as Patrick Line needs to be concerned, the season does not start until that game. And I am very grateful that that game is taking place early on in the year. Another thing I want to point out about this bad start by the Jackets is that if it was going the other way and the Jackets were having a great start to their 2022-2023 season, it still wouldn't mean anything. Last year, the Jackets had a very, very great start to the season, and people were already putting the playoff expectations on them. You just can't really take anything out of this small sample size we've gotten out of the Jackets, or at least not take very much. Surely, surely you can tell. 
the defensive, uh, the blue line play is going to be a big, 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 big gap that the Jackets are going to have to answer somehow, some way. But Johnny Gaudreau is going to continue to score goals. He's going to somehow find a way to activate the play around him, be it Jakub Borchek, be it the Young Guns and Ken Johnson, Cole Sillinger, Boone Jenner needs to get a couple more tap-ins. Those guys are going to start scoring goals here soon. I don't know when and I don't know how, but once they start scoring goals, we'll start seeing the W stack up in that column. It just hasn't been easy. You've played three really good teams to start the season. You got a Vancouver team that's coming in tonight that has some great weapons offensively, no doubt. And Pedersen, Brock Besser, JT Miller, and then Quinn Hughes on their blue line is also a great goal scorer. So they have great goal scores. I expect this game to go over six goals tonight, and I'm absolutely hammering that paired with the Blue Jackets over Blue Blue Jackets money line that is, which is Blue Jackets to win the game straight up, and I hope it happens. Obviously, I, I, I the Jackets need to get a win to start the year. Need to go one and three. You got the Predators coming in on Thursday night. Got to watch out for them. That's a beatable team. And then you got Pittsburgh coming in on Saturday night. You could win. You theoretically could win these next three games and be three and three and be sitting in a beautiful spot. It's all about defending the Schwide tonight. Tonight, they got to defend the Schwide, and that is my key to the game. Defend the Schwide. Play with physical, play with the fire under your ass. I was watching the Detroit Red Wings last night, and the Detroit Red Wings have tons of overhaul as far as their roster goes. They have uh, completely restitched the fabric of that team from last year, keeping the parts that they don't want and getting rid of the parts that they didn't want. And they are not a team that's expected to make the playoffs, but they were playing with a hell of a lot of fire last night against the Los Angeles Kings. And I'd like to see that same level of effort. I mean, shoot. Did you guys see that pickpocket that Dylan Larkin had on? Uh, I think it was Victor Arvidsson as he was coming down getting ready to tap in the empty netter and make it five, three. Did you see the pickpocket that Dylan Larkin had? That's the kind of effort we need guys to play with tonight. Boone Jenner. I need him to set the tone. I need him as the captain to go out there and lay the wood in the first shift. Okay. I need to see that. I need to see Matthew Olivier drop the gloves because the last time that I saw the Coats play at Nationwide Arena, it was a preseason game against the St. Louis Blues where the Jackets won 7-0, and the Blues didn't even look like they belonged on NHL ice. Granted, it was a preseason game, and the Blues were resting hella guys. But I just need to see some physical play tonight. I need to see the Blue Jackets play a little bit mad and not let these 0-4 Vancouver Canucks even steal a point from the Blue Jackets tonight. I would like to see the Blue Jackets get a win, get their first point on the season, and let's get this thing going. Let's get this thing going quickly and fast as possible because I can't sit here and watch a bad hockey team too much longer. And nor can I deal with the people who just have never been through an NHL season be talking about how this team sucks, their goals are out the window, everything's trash. That's just not the case, okay? Let's just wait. Let's sit on it for a minute. I still think that this team can be a frisky eight seed, even though it's not looking great. I know that, obviously. I know that an 0-3 start, the panic button's right there and you want to hit it. Just don't yet. Just stick with this Jackets team for a little bit longer. Let's see how they do. Let's just see how they do. And um, on that note, going to take a little bit of a break here. When we come back, I will be talking to Loudon Stroop, a.k.a. Slopes, our Colorado correspondent. He's going to be bringing the heat as far as Jackets news and notes. 
Uh, yeah, we'll hit that one coming up next after the break. You're listening to the Hockey Dudes. All dangle, no defense. And the snow. Now, now back to the Hockey Dudes. Jackets getting ready to play the Vancouver Canucks tonight, 7 o'clock at the Schweid. Our Colorado correspondent who pays closer attention to the team than you do because he has his famous post-game Slopes notes. Slopes, uh, how are the Slopes out in Colorado on this fine Tuesday afternoon? Uh, it's it's pretty good. I've been... Uh... I've been working all day, so uh, haven't been outside too much, to be honest. But uh, it's it's been it's been nice. It's a little, little chilly. You got any chances to catch any Colorado Avalanche games? I know the season just started, but you been out to any games yet? Um, I I've watched I've watched a few, um, but I haven't really like haven't watched a full game, to be honest. Um, been been mainly focusing on the Blue Jackets right now. But uh, I think I'm actually going to the uh, the Bruins-Abs game in December, so that'll be fun. Very nice, very nice, man. So I saw on Twitter today you were going at it a little bit. Or not going at it. That's, that's a bad way to put it. But uh, people on Twitter were talking about how BoQuest is out and Nick Blankenberg is stepping in in his place tonight. But some people have thought Adam BoQuest has actually had a good start to the season, looking specifically at his plus-minus you're not a huge guy that believes that that's a, that's a very important stat. I, I think it can be misleading, of course. That just means that you were one of five guys on the ice at the time that a goal did or didn't happen. So it, it can be a little misleading, certainly. But for sure. but from what you're seeing out of Adam Boquist, why do you think Larson made that change tonight? And uh, what do you expect to see out of Blankenberg, I guess? So uh, personally... Um, if it were me, I would have rather pulled out Bean, but I understand why Boquist was the next guy up. Uh, he was playing on that first pair with Zach, and it just it didn't seem to be clicking too well. Um, so I think I think it's not necessarily a, a statement on Boquist's play. I think it's more so. Obviously, we've lost three games in a row. Uh, the first three games. And uh, I think it was just Lars trying to mix things up. Um, but I'm expecting from Blankenberg, I'm expecting uh, the same as what we saw last season, pretty much just an impeccable positioning. Um, he, he's got a great stick. He, uh, he's got a really high hockey IQ um, and he just, he's just a workhorse. I, I'm, I've been super high on Blankenberg ever since he played with us a, a couple games last season, uh, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people this season. You got another team coming in tonight, Slopes, the Vancouver Canucks, who are 0-3, started their first three games on the road, make it four now with them coming to Columbus after losing to Washington. But they've played the Oilers, lost 5-3. They played the Flyers, lost 3-2, and played the Caps, lost 6-4. They... A little surprising start for a team like them. I mean, we know they have some wagons. They got Brock Besser. They got Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes. So they're still good up and down the lineup. I expect it to be a high-scoring game tonight, but are you in the camp, Slopes, that this is a must-win game for the Jackets here going against another winless team at home? Oh, 100%. And I I don't think – 
the fact that they're winless does isn't what makes it a must win. I think it's just a must win for overall team morale. Um, I think we go a couple more a couple more losses, and it's uh, it does a lot to the locker room. I think. Um, and on on the flip side, I think Vancouver is in a very similar situation to us. I think they're much better than they're playing right now. Um, I don't think necessarily that their 0-3 record represents how they are as a team. Um, I I personally have them just missing the playoffs, uh, and a lot of people have the same thing for the Blue Jackets. So it, it won't be an easy game, um, but it definitely still is a must-win in my mind. I like that. I like that. I think it's a must-win, too. Got to defend the Schwab. Looked terrible the first night. I think it's easy to say that we all expected the Jackets to probably give up five goals a game if we're being completely honest with ourselves. It's the lack of scoring offensively that I think the Jackets have been missing. But obviously a huge part of that is not having Patrick Laine in the lineup. But we saw that he was skating today, Slopes. We saw that, you know, he was out there. And I'm kind of the person that believes that the Blue Jackets training staff is just being smart here and withholding him for that early November game where they are playing in his hometown. Are you also seeing that slopes? I mean, you said on Twitter, he was at 75%. What is your read on the situation with him? For sure. Uh, that, that percentage thing is, is mostly uh, just me messing around. With nope. That, uh, nope. That's dead accurate. Nope. Don't let Pete, don't let him <laughs> tell you otherwise. That is dead accurate. Patrick line is at 75%. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I guess it could be. My dad texted me uh, like maybe ten minutes ago, uh, and his prediction is that Lionel will be back in the lineup next week. Um, but I, I don't know about that. I, I tend to agree with you that I think they're just being safe. Uh, I mean, we saw how his injury completely deflated us in that first game. Um, he's a huge part of this team and a huge part of the scoring. So I think, yeah, I think the Blue Jackets are doing a good thing here, keeping it safe. Uh, and maybe this is kind of a, a locker room move too. Maybe they're trying to get uh, second secondary scoring guys to step up and, and uh, really start go- get things going. Yeah, you'd like to you'd like to believe that some of these guys are going to step up at some point. Some guys that have stepped up in the minor leagues. I'm trying to get the exact stats on these guys, but I know Kirill Marchenko has scored some goals up in Cleveland, and I also know that Bemstrom's been scoring some goals up in Cleveland. But which one of those guys do you think is going to be, or who would you like to see make a step into the lineup? Being, you know, let's say Jackets still can't get any offense going need to call somebody up to juice it up. Who would you like to see between those two dudes coming into this lineup? So this season in particular, um, I'm actually going to go off the board here. Uh, Carson Meyer is a point-per-game player right now. He's got uh, two points in two games. Uh, he brings that physicality to it. Um, and our fourth line has been our most effective line so far. And uh, their physical line, so maybe bringing him in, um, would would uh, be a good kind of kick for the team. Um, but besides that, I do see Kirill Marchenko uh, that, like making the lineup at some point this season, whether it's due to injury or um, or just poor play from some players. Um, but I, I would really like to see Carson Meyer get a go. 
Oh, man, I love that. Hometown guy, Ohio State Buckeye, just all around great vibes around Carson Meyer. And he did have a great preseason. You're absolutely right. I mean, that dude made it very, very hard for Brad to not have him in the starting lineup. But obviously the situation with the team is what it is. And, and he was forced to go up to Cleveland. But you're absolutely right. He did seem like, based off his preseason, he was putting in good enough minutes to where he could make an impact on an NHL team. Slopes, I thank you very much for coming in and uh, taking time out of your work day. Let's get a score prediction for tonight. What do you have, Slopes? Score prediction, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think it's going to be 4-2 Jackets with an empty netter. Oh, oh, also your key to the victory tonight. Oh, key to the victory. Um, just tighten things up. Uh, like minimize our mistakes. I know that's a lot to ask because there have been a lot of mistakes so far this season. Tighten things up and play all three periods. Tighten things up, play all three periods. You heard it. He just basically gave two. We'll have that one be one of Tom's today because Tom is on the, not the injured reserve, but just the reserve for today. So tighten things up and play all three periods. I love that. That's great. Slopes. Slopes, have a good rest of your Tuesday, man, and uh, go Coats. Thanks, you too. Go Coats. That was the great Loudon Stroop joining us. I really appreciate him taking time again out of his work day. Guy's got a lot of things going on. But we do know you don't become a future scout or a future GM by just sitting on the sidelines. You get in the action. And nobody can deliver you sound Blue Jackets takes the way Loudon Stroop can. You can follow him on Twitter at Loud, E-N, Proud, zero, zero. So there you go. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode well i guess this tuesday's episode we got a game tonight so i wanted to get this one out there hopefully by the next time i get on this mic the jackets have at least one win don't know who it will be against be it the canucks tonight and or as i pull up the jackets schedule their own three to start the year got the canucks tonight who are they playing later this week hayden they are playing nashville at home on thursday Saturday, they got the Pittsburgh Penguins coming to the Schweiz. So hopefully the Jackets can stack two wins and be two and three going into that Pittsburgh game. That'd be pretty exciting. All right. On that note, tell your dog.